Are you sure my voice just wasn't distorted? No, your voice is not distorted. <laughs> That'd be it impressive. Was just, uh, it was just me. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? There you go. We'll roll with that. Oh, sometimes DJ, you know, my boy, he's just these crazy things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, man. You ready to talk about some church service? Absolutely. To anyone tuned in, this is the Men Church Stuff Podcast. It's the show where brothers-in-law DJ Colt and Brad Coleman talk about what it's like being Christian men in today's society. Having spent our entire lives immersed in church culture, we want to share our experiences with other men who are willing to listen. We'll talk life stuff, church stuff, man stuff, and, well, stuff stuff. Let's get to it. Well, welcome listeners everywhere, wherever you are that's listening. Welcome to the Men Church Stuff Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Culp, as always, here with my dearly beloved brother-in-law, Brad Coleman. How's it going over there, Brad? How's today? Howdy, y'all. I'm doing doing pretty good. It's pretty happy, good. Happy Wednesday. 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 I had a, a, a professor in graduate school who said, like, anytime he would... Uh, um give us an assignment he would say this is due on wednesday the day of weddings mm. friday was the day of fried foods he had nothing to say for monday tuesday or thursday well, tuesday is for tacos <laughs> tuesday is for tacos i like that one I'm i think i'll sure take that that's one. official yeah <laughs> uh we had a taco john's in uh in murray that would always do like a big taco tuesday it was a it was a a hip spot to go to in the middle of the week Taco John's. They got good tacos, man. I've never been to a Taco John's. They're just really like, good. I'm just gonna be honest. Like, uh, yeah, like John is not the guy that I would think <laughs> makes great tacos. But maybe <laughs> that's, that's just wrong of me. Maybe I'm just it should have some... been Taco Wands. Yeah, <laughs> ju- judging, <laughs> just judging by. Uh, yeah. I oh, mean, that's funny. I mean, in fairness, I don't want to go to Bill's Chinese restaurant. But, yeah. <laughs> but maybe it's awesome. Maybe it's it could great. Be, right. <laughs> but for the record, like I don't even know if there is a Bill's Chinese restaurant. So no if there is, maybe yeah, is. maybe good. Yeah. That's right. Like, we have the best Chinese ever. Like, Man, we had a we had a Chinese restaurant up north um that was actually called the Purple Place because the roof was purple. There you go. So and it was really good from what I remember. I mean, I was a kid, so. I mean, when I was in Eastern Kentucky, and I think it's still there, at El Azul Grande. It was a Mexican restaurant. You know, the Big Blue. The Big Blue. The Big Blue, I think is what it translates. And I don't know if they did it because of like UK, <laughs> like football, basketball stuff. Right, but, yeah. But it was good food. That's funny. Probably still is. Yeah. So uh, we actually have a listener request um Ooh. today uh do they from... say please stop you guys are driving me crazy <laughs> yeah yeah please don't knock, do it, off. <laughs> knock it off <laughs> if you if if you could find other things to do with your time we would yeah. be much appreciative <laughs> considering considering that that what we're doing is free anyways you know <laughs> yeah that's right you guys are just just, just bugging me for existing out there in the, in the podcast land right <laughs> and I feel the need to click on it, and then I feel the need to listen to it, and I find myself hating your guts. Please stop. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we got a listener request, man. Mama Bear Coleman, or at Mama Bear Coleman, which is um, uh, she wants to hear about church service, and not like a church service, but serving the church. Um, and uh, as the church, do what now? Or serving as the church. Or, 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 or yeah, yeah, serving as a church. Yeah. So um, the question that she raised was, what does service to the church 
look like? Hmm. Um, and I'd be willing to say that's that's a large question that I think is it's a great one to 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 discuss. But um, so Br- Brad, you being a pastor. Would you like to start this one off or do you, or do you want to, do you, do you want to like maintain some foreign policy and let me, and, and let me kind of start the game? And, no, I and, think, I, I think it's, I think it's great. Um, gosh, there are so many angles that you can go with this question. Let me say, first off, when we think about service, we have to look at Jesus. Um, I mean, as the church, we should always be doing that. That's correct. Yeah. Right. Like, no matter <laughs> what's the answer, Jesus. When we think about being angry, Jesus, like, yeah. how did Jesus do that? When we think about, you know, yeah. when we get sad, how did Jesus do that? You know, yeah. Why are you not yeah. walking on water? Why are you not creating like thousands and thousands of meals out of very little things? I mean, come, come, on, come on, get with the program here. <laughs> oh, don't get me distracted. All right. Service. <laughs> so, so Jesus came. And he loved and he served and he showed us an example. Yeah. Um, he washed his disciples' feet once that we know of. You know, I don't, he didn't necessarily right. do that all the time, but he was making a point. Um, but he did it on the way to the cross, which is even more impressive. Yeah. Um, but here's one of the things when I think about service, when I think about what Jesus says, right? It's different than what we tend to think. And and I can be guilty of this just as much as anybody else, especially as a okay. pastor whom Yeah, you know, talk about that. There's pressure to um numbers, numbers, numbers. Let's get more people. Let's let's do this. And so right. there's this this nice little thing called ROI, return on investment. Sure. Return on investment. And so we tend to think, what's my ROI? What's my return on the investment? Yeah, sure. And and it's yeah. and it's not that 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 in and of itself is wrong. Because I think, you know, is this ministry being effective? Are we, you know, as we're serving? However, Jesus tells us to give. So I'm going to make that jump. Give, serve, give of Mm -hmm. ourselves uh, without expecting anything in return. Yeah, right. Yeah. So when you give to the poor, make sure your right hand doesn't know what your left hand is doing. Sure. Right. right. Do do your alms in secret. Mm -hmm. It's the Lord who sees in secret will reward you openly. Yeah, uh, but if you do it before men, uh, to be seen of men, then that's your reward. It's like, hey, if you're doing this to get podcast views, there you go. That's your reward. Right. You missed out on some more awesome stuff that I was going to give you. What's your choice? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but but return on investment, because I think one of the things that sometimes we do is we is we overlook the groups that we really need to minister to probably the most because those are the groups that can't give us anything in return. Um, James says what pure and undefiled religion is this visiting orphans and widows in their distress and keeping themselves unstained by the world. So widows and orphans, especially, I mean, even today, obviously still a group that is, is very, needy but orphans and widows biblical times are like they got nothing they got nobody right right who's going to take care of them who's going to help them and you notice he says in their distress right so when they need help and when an orphan needs help what are you getting back from that orphan they got i mean anything. yeah yeah you're not going to get anything not they at all don't have anything to give you nor should you you know right. yeah so uh, but again, in the church, we, we sometimes we want to spiritualize things. And again, I'm not against these things in and of themselves. I think we just got to be careful that they don't come the main thing. Yeah. Which is like, oh, yeah, but, you know, conversions, people coming to Jesus. And I want people to come to Jesus. I mean, if I don't, I'm a horrible pastor. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, if I'm not yeah. preaching the gospel, if I'm not sharing the gospel, yeah. if I'm not, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're lost, then please, right. please, please don't, yeah. please, right. don't please don't come to our come. church until right. until you get there. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. We're just yeah, looking no. to save people here. It's yeah, looking exactly for the righteous. Right. That's yeah. what Jesus did, right? He said, "I came to you know to seek out the righteous." No, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Well, then yeah, comes they, the righteous. He came to seek sinners to repent. I only I only came for the people that already know my name. That's exactly right. Yeah, not at all. Not um. At all. 
the the other thing that, that I think is important in service is first Corinthians 13, mm-hmm. the love chapter. Yeah, sure. Because God says in his word in first Corinthians 13, I'm going to paraphrase. Right? Yeah. If you do all the right things, but you do them with the wrong heart, without love. Yep. Then it profits you nothing. It's completely vain. Yeah. It's so. Yeah. So I think when we're serving, we need to seek to serve in the right ways. And we need to seek to serve in the right heart. Yeah. And how do we do that? I honestly think, DJ, that, that we've got to go to Jesus to be able to do that. Like we don't have the ability in and of ourselves apart from Jesus. Now, you know, he told the apostles, what apart from me, you can do nothing. So right. there's my argument. But when we try to do these things on our own, we're going to tend to skew over into selfishness. And what am I getting out of this? Yeah, right. What am I? But when we're going to Jesus and he is the, the thing, the importance, he is the and really, maybe I should have started with this. Yeah. Who are we serving? Like primarily, right? God. Yeah. Like that's that's our primary <laughs> service is, is to is to God, and then to others, right? Then to our our neighbor, who right. I I have historically defined as everyone else on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> and, exactly and now right. in in space. And now in space. Yeah. Yeah. Those people too. And maybe in the future on Mars. Perhaps. We'll see. Yeah. But not right now. (laughs) Not that I know of. Currently, I don't think there's anybody on Mars. All right. So I'm going to let you roll for a little bit. I'm going to sip this coffee. Yeah, sure. So the whole episode. um, No, like, I think you're, I think you're exactly right. I mean, it's impossible to not be exactly, exactly right with what you said. Um, but so from from somebody who's not a pastor, service in the church often, and I, and I know that I know that you know these numbers, um, and listeners, for those of you that know these numbers too, it's really sad that this is a reality. But service in the church from not a pastor typically ends up being the eighty twenty rule. Hmm. Eighty yeah. twenty rule is eighty percent of people or twenty percent of the people do eighty percent of the work, yep. and the 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 negative about that is and i'm not going to talk about the people that are serving mm-hmm. the negative about that is that i what i don't know what i what i'm not going to venture to answer because i really don't know i can speculate is whether or not the 80% that aren't serving the church in terms of in in ter- like the definition of service at that point being what are you contributing beyond a butt in the seat beyond standing when the pastor tells me to stand i'm going to drop my kids off at sunday school which i think is mm-hmm. wonderful stuff so my apologies if i'm being sort of tongue in cheek no, no, about no, it drop, dropping your kids off at sunday school on the way to your sunday school class on the way that's, to what, way, that's that that's yeah. very true yeah yeah okay. yeah so my that's apologies is that the, the assumption yeah. is that everybody does go to church right <laughs> um yeah so but i'm what Please i'm curious about too. what i'm what i'm curious about is does that 80 percent of people that are not active in contributing the way the 20% are, do they care? Um, And that's like, I understand fully that that's really uh, blunt, Mm. but that's kind of who I am. But it's also like, it's also a question that, that I think needs to be asked. And the reason it needs to be asked is because of this. Now looking at the 20% 20 of people that do serve Sunday school teachers um, volunteers for different types of events, um, evangelizing, however, the pastor or however, you know, different, different programs in the church may, may want us to evangelize, whatever the case is, and, you know, um, uh, serving on committees, serving the music ministry, all of those things like burnout is real burnout. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and actually in my, in my profession, in, in the world of music ed, we don't call it burnout. We call it fatigue. And when I call it, when, when, when I, when I frame it that way, so there are um, just to kind of give you the idea of what fatigue means in this sense. Um, there are concert festivals that bands and choirs, you know, middle school and high school will will go to. And there's like three judges typically at those at those things that sit in their seats for usually two days. And 
they sit in those seats grand total for probably somewhere between probably 16 to 19 hours. And they use and the they exact, don't win a truck at the end. They don't win a trophy. They don't get a truck. That's right. So what they do is, is performances come through, they rate performances come through, they rate at the end of that. There is actually a category that when you, that the, in, in the world of, of music ed research, if you look at when you, when you start to talk about how did my band or choir do, there is something that you have to factor in to, to your ratings that is actually called adjudicator fatigue because you're not fresh anymore. Trust me, dude, by, 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 by band or choir eight, you don't yeah. care. <laughs> like, right. whatever. I don't want to hear this. Everybody's getting a seven. Everybody's getting a seven. That's right. I want to go home. So like, it's, it's a real thing. And, and the reason I said all of that is because it actually, it actually applies exactly the same, except without ratings in the church. And And when I say it that way, so, Brad, um, the church that I'm at, the church that we're at now, and the church churches that I have attended in the past or that we have attended in the past, I have typically been the only drummer. Mm-hmm. And, like, there are times where I feel guilty taking a vacation because I know that there's not going to – I know that the, that the chance of, of that seat being filled is very slim. Mm-hmm. Um, when mm-hmm. we were in – when we were in Murray – I didn't take I like I hated taking vacations because I felt so much obligation to that to that to that role. Um, Now. I hope that our listeners are not thinking, well, good for you, you know, look at you tooting your own horn. That's not the point. The point is he's a drummer. Yeah. The point I'm a drummer. Right. Yeah. We're morons. Yeah. (laughs) No, the point is, is that like anybody that that are in those positions that find themselves not kind of really having an opportunity to take a breath. If it's teaching Sunday school, mm. if it's, mm. you know, volunteering for events, whatever the case is, it's the same people. That's what, so, the, so there's 20% of people do 8% of the work like burnout. Mm. It becomes, it becomes actually something that's more universal than I I'd really rather not. Can I sleep in today? It almost, in my experience, I have seen it becomes, I don't want to, I don't, I want to stop serving, but if I stop serving, people are going to notice. So therefore I'm like, I'm equating, I'm going to stop serving with, I need to go to a different church. Yeah. Now, Hmm. and, and and I, I'm going to say that, that, that that's like that, that end is kind of extreme, but at the same time, I mean, how, how do you at that, at that point in time, how do you serve? So to me, service in the church as more as sort of this practical, where, where can I contribute my time to achieve what, you know, what I can for, for my church, for the kingdom of God, hmm. this, this, uh, the, the, what, what did you call it? The rate of return? Is that what it is? ROI, the return, oh, return on investment. Re- return on investment. Yeah. 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 Return on hmm. investment. Like if, if I'm getting called on and called on and called on and called on, I'm okay. Up, I, this is me personally. I'm okay up to a point of, wait a minute, I'm beginning to see like the same people being recycled here, you know? So I've got about 35 things that this has brought up on my mind. So I'm going to try. Yeah, sure. Right. To, uh, <laughs> it's like, wow. We can just make a podcast about this, DJ. Like, like, <laughs> just service to the church. <laughs> service. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so let me go here because I think it's what's on my heart. Yeah. One of the things that I think God is. It's trying to teach me. Um, I think I'm teachable, but but I'm also stubborn. <laughs> you so, think you're what? I I think I'm teachable, but I'm also stubborn. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes God's really got to just drive and drive and drive and drive and drive and drive. Yeah. To to get it in me, I could easily sit here as a pastor. Yeah. And pick on people for not serving. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to do that. And I'm I, not and do that I want you to understand too, that, that the reason I, I was not meaning to pick on the 80%. I'm not, and I'm not saying but, that you are, I'm yeah, just saying yeah. like, it would be easy for me to just sit here and use this as a soapbox from, right. Oh, sure. Why don't people show up? Why, why don't I have leaders? Why don't I have this? Um, I'm going to, I'm going to turn the table a little bit. Okay. Pick on myself. All right. You pick on yourself. 
I'll so be, think, I'll be, just know I'll be here it, for your emotional support to, so you pick on yourself and I'll, and I'll, and I'll encourage dagger. you, boost yeah, you up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 I'm not going to be I'll, the pessimist. I'll help you along, today. Brad. I'll yeah. help you along as you're picking on yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know. um, <laughs> I think as, as pastors, as, as leaders in the church, um, we need to ask some questions of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right? Is it easy for people to come in and serve? Are there opportunities for them to come in and serve? Do they know about the opportunities? Do they know they're wanted? Do they yeah. know that we want them to come in and serve and be a part? Dude, that's a, that's a great question. Is it easy for people to serve? I've never thought about it from that frame of mind. That's awesome. Continue, but I think that's yeah, a great well, question. And, and, you know, in that, what happens with introverts who, sure. who want to serve? That's exactly right. But, but they're not going to come up and go, hey, pastor, yeah, I would – I'd love to lead a ministry. Yeah. Right? Right. I'd love to, you know, so, and, and I'll be honest, DJ, I, I don't, I, I don't do a great job at that. Administration is, is one of the things that one, I, I've always known it's not my strong suit. Sure. Um, however, I think I'm finding more and more how important that, that, that is. Yeah. You know, cause you know, from, from a standpoint of being a pastor, you're you're leading the church. Well, you're you're pastoring, mm-hmm. you're preaching, and you're overseeing. Sure, you know. And so, and overseeing being more of the administration. You know, pastoring more of the look at that more of the, the the loving on your people and being there for them and leading kind of the, you know shepherding. I guess in that yeah, sense, yeah. You know, uh, obviously the the preaching and the teaching is you know, stick with the word. <laughs> Right, say what God said, um, <laughs> but the administration, the the overseeing, the making sure that these things are going, making sure that there's there are roads into service, you know, uh, making sure people understand the expectations when they're yeah. serving, um, because that's one of the things I've done very poorly. I think is is letting people get into positions, and then I find out later they really got no idea what they're supposed to be doing, right. Well, how do you know if you're doing it right or if you, you know, do it better? So if you have no idea. Brad, what, can we, can we, can we do? just, can we, can we like kind of park here just for a second? Because I think that's a sure. really, really good, a really good opportunity to kind of acknowledge the importance and our, like our, our work world, like anybody who, anybody who has full-time job anywhere does not like the word training because all that simply means in, in most, in most of our world is I have a three-hour video that was recorded back in the '70s, and the people don't actually know where the camera is, and they're using. I'm not sock, actually going to watch or yeah, listen to most watch of the time because, like, because they're using sock puppets to teach me something. Yeah. No, 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 no. Give me the questions, and I'll <laughs> yeah. just answer them the best That's I right. can. Can I stop this? That's right. Multiple yeah. Choice. So I think I think the like training your mm-hmm. training the people in the church on how to serve is the exact same form of the way that Jesus trained his disciples. He trained his disciples by walking by by like walking with them saying, yeah. okay, no, you feed them. But Jesus, we don't have enough money. I know yeah. you don't, but I want you to try like let's think critically here. Yeah. Uh Jesus, can I come out and walk it's, to you? Yeah, sure you can walk to me. Oh crap, I'm sinking because you took your eyes off of me. You know like so yeah. Wish we had a word for that, you know, like discipleship. <laughs> no, it's just not. It can't be discipleship. We don't like the word discipleship. That means that we have to do it. What other things can we say? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I might edit that out. Probably not, yeah. but I might. So, um, no, like the idea of the idea of you know what what is the person who is training, mm. and I'm going to use the word vision kind of loosely here. Not mm-hmm. not in the not in like a you know a pastoral vision though from your perspective that would be what you would that you, what you would use but but anybody who trains somebody else is is not just showing them here's how to do the here and now but it's also it's also meant to incorporate the future like what what is this what is this supposed to do to make whatever ministry successful. But I also think a really important part of of of, of service and slash training in that in that regard is also who the person is that is serving, because mm-hmm. whoever it is that's carrying out this task, it's going to look differently because that person who's carrying it out is different. 
Yep. So continue. I but I really want to park there and, and kind of unpack no, think, that a bit. I think, I think that's good. I I think I think moving on though from there, some of those questions is do people want to serve? Do people want to serve? Yeah. And, yeah. and do people have ability to serve? Do they have the right. gifts to serve? Right. Yeah. Well, well, one is very simple because God tells us um, if we're saved, then then He has given us at least one yep. spiritual gift. Yeah. And he's gifted us through the Spirit. Yeah. Through God's Spirit. That means that that gift, if I understand correctly, is empowered, not just given, but empowered by God's Holy Spirit. That's right, which means that it is actually not part of your natural makeup. You're exactly yeah. right. And and therefore, I would argue, I'm curious to hear, I'd like to hear you on this, but I would also, I would argue, Brad, that because it's not part of your natural makeup, if you look for that spiritual gift on a day-to-day -day basis, you're not going to find it because it's not part of your natural makeup. You can only find it if you are presented with opportunities or take opportunities to incorporate whatever that spiritual gift is because you are serving in a capacity that requires it. Does that make sense? What it like what what do you think about that? Yeah. So let's let's take for me. Right. So I think one of one of my spiritual gifts and I guess part of it's like was well, a pastor it better be. Right. <laughs> one one of my spiritual gifts is is teaching. Uh-huh. The, the ability to teach um to break things down for people so they can understand. You know, so it's it's not just about sharing knowledge, but it's about sharing knowledge in a way that other people can can grasp that knowledge and yeah. take that knowledge on. So um there's times when I will feel horrible. Right? I feel horrible. Whether it's physically, I'm just tired, I'm sick, maybe I got a headache, maybe I'm just discouraged. And I'll go teach on Wednesday night. I'll lead Bible study. Yeah. And I, while I'm there, would just be so hyped up, so full of energy. I mean, I never look like it. It's, yeah. it's my face is my face. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you know, we, my we, wife says, "Look at my look at look at his eyes. Look at his eyes. That's where he shows his excitement." Yeah, that's that's as I mentioned uh, several episodes ago. That's the Bob Newhart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like this. This is but, but this, this I is Brett. will. Feel, I mean, I could be feeling like just I, sick and just just ready to do nothing. And I go over there and I'm so energized. And oftentimes on the on my way back home, yeah, they're all just like, oh, there it was. There's the feel bad. There's the everything. Just mm. and and it got me thinking. I was like, why is that? Why is that? And like one day I was like, it's probably because that's a spiritual gift. That is something that God's empowered by a spirit through a spirit. Right. Yeah. So the spirit is, um, I don't know, can we say it kicking in? Yeah. That spirit, it's 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 more driving. Um, and I will tell you, in those moments, there's times when I learn on yeah. the go. I mean, I'll look down at a passage that I'm teaching, uh, which hopefully I've studied for, you know. <laughs> And over, <laughs> and I'm like in that moment when I look down, it's like, I know. yeah, ding, like, like oh, 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 hey, let me share with. That's what, what this what, means. Yeah, what just <laughs> happened. Like, just, yeah. So, but I think I have the, like, the ability to teach, you know, outside, like math and and things that that aren't necessarily spiritual. I mean, God made it all, so everything right. aspect. Um, but I think there's a difference with with that energy, with that empowering. Um, so anyway, we've all got gifts. So so the answer to that one question, circling back, is yeah. can they serve? Yes. And they should, because right. God gave us those gifts to be used, right. not to be buried, not to be closeted. Oh, man. That's right. Um, now, yeah, the, I think, I think the talent, the talent are, that was buried, yeah. Yeah. And then think sometimes people are scared to use it. So yeah, many people are, are so convinced that 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 they that it's not it's not good enough. It, look, God has given me, I think, the spiritual gift of teaching, but I won't tell you that I'm the best teacher ever because I'm not. 
Right. You know, I I could probably list you just right off the top of my head some people that I would tell you are better teacher preachers than me yeah. easily. Yeah. Um, that I'm learning and growing. So just because we have a spiritual gift doesn't mean that, oh, all of a sudden I am I can paint like Picasso. Well, Picasso, right. that's a bad example because Michelangelo really appreciated his work. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> Leonardo. Sure. Like Da Vinci. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you know, no. There's a lot of people who because, paint like because Picasso. God yeah. wants us to grow too, right? Yeah. He wants us to grow and, and develop and because how can we teach others too? Like I think there's some people that have the spiritual gift of evangelism, but we're all called to evangelism. That's that's very true. Yes. I think yes. some people it's just boom. It's like kick and they can talk to people and they're yep. it's easy. And I think in some ways those people are supposed to help other people learn how to do it. Right. We're gonna use it to serve the church, not just by evangelizing, right, but by helping other people. Hey, look, yeah. did you know that you can talk to people that you don't know? Like you can? Oh <laughs> there's some people listening like me, it's like, do I have to? Yeah, but do I have to? Sure. Do I have to? Uh, so, so, but my second question, uh, or coming back, or maybe it was my first, I don't remember which order it was in, but the question that we haven't answered yet. Yeah, right. Is, do they want to? Yeah. Do they want to? Now, I think sometimes we get down to the spirit is willing and the flesh is weak. Yep. There's the part. But I think if a person is is has been saved by Jesus Christ, they have been born again they have become uh, alive spiritually i think that that desire is there whether they realize it or not if that makes sense yeah and so as a pastor i think i've got to do better at following god's lead and drawing that out of people giving them opportunities to serve I mean, again, you talked about Jesus feeding the 5,000. Yeah. Right. What about the little boy who who gave up his, his yeah. meal? Yeah. When he gave his meal, he, sitting like us, he didn't know what's going to happen. No clue. Right? Yep. So, um, you know, he's probably not going, I'm going to have more than I started with. Right. You know, he may be going like, hey, there's a lot of people here. I'm not going to get to eat lunch today. Yeah. Boom. Wasn't he surprised? Yeah. Jesus doesn't need it. Jesus doesn't need it. But he uses it. Why? Yeah. Because he wants to involve his people in his work. Yes. And in and, and Brad, like, I, th I think that's that's something. So I know that the 80-20 rule um, that, uh, you know, that's, that's one of the, that's one of the things that, that I, that I did mention, but another thing that I mentioned about, um, you know, what does service, what does it look like? Um, so I can talk about, and I think it's easiest. I think, I think the low hanging fruit is what are the opportunities that are there to serve? Mm -hmm. I think that's one, that's one very easy conversation to have is what is it, what does it look like? But I think the other part is you're actually, you're alluding to it. What does service look like? Okay, so rather than looking at where can I serve, why don't we look at the ones who are serving? Mm -hmm. Like we are the people that that are serving. We are learning things about ourselves through Christ that we would otherwise have not known. Mm -hmm. We are learning, and like, and and Jesus Himself through His Holy Spirit is is revealing to us what is it about ourselves that you that you have that you have found value of because again like you said and i totally agree god doesn't actually need us to complete anything mm -hmm. but he loves us so much that he wants us to and and like <laughs> like i love the fact that you mentioned the little boy because because i've 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 heard just here recently more recently um when when you know i don't know where but i've heard um that you know this particular bible story so so often we talk about and rightly so we often often talk about like how Jesus blessed the 5000 what the 5000 may have experienced how it how it impacted his disciples but actually who kind of gets left out of the story or or maybe maybe we give like a little a little nod to and then move on is how did this little boy's life change because he actually mm -hmm. gave the food up yeah, yeah. 
And again, not knowing what's going to happen. I mean, I'm going to go off the assumption that, I mean, he's a little boy. Right. So th- their faith is greater than ours, I think, sometimes, because yeah. so you just be like little children. Right. I mean, so maybe he's just antsy. He's like, oh, man, I've seen him do some other stuff. I can't wait to see what he's going to do with this. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it could have been, yeah. But but the reality, too, that he's probably going, okay, if I, you know, if I give my lunch, I'm not expecting to get more. So uh, hopefully I'll get a little piece of bread and fish. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Here it is. Um, uh, let me go to the other end because you're talking about the 80-20, you know, yeah. 20-80, whatever. 20-80, yeah, sure. The 20% doing 80. Um, Christian people, it is not wrong for you to say no and have boundaries. That's right. God has boundaries. God says no. You got it, Brad. God, God wants us to go the extra mile. Yes. But he didn't say the extra 20. Yeah. So they compel you to go a mile. Go with them too. Go the extra mile. Some people are out there and they are wearing themselves out. Mm-hmm. And they are becoming burnt out. Yeah. They're becoming ineffective. Not because they don't have the heart to do it. Not because they don't have the skills to do it, but because there's so much that they're stretched so thin. I'm going to give you a good reference for a, for a book, um, and and I I read this book because um, Tammy had read it. I got it and read it. It was uh, the best yes by mm-hmm. Lisa Turkhurst. Um, yeah. it it is directed mostly toward women. Mm-hmm. However, I will say having read it. The majority of it is just for everybody. Uh, nice. The only time I felt relatively uncomfortable when she <laughs> said, just remember, we're all God's girl. And I was oh. like, okay, nope. well, maybe not all of us. <laughs> not all of us. <laughs> maybe most of your readers. <laughs> right. So, but excellent <laughs> book. And and one of the things, uh, one of the main points with the best yes is, is sometimes we miss that best yes. That, that God wants for us because we're so busy saying yes to other things that are getting in the way. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's better to do less better, but yeah, prayerful. right. Now, I'm not saying, Hey, just go in tomorrow and, and all of the stuff that you were doing, just stop doing it. Just stop doing it. Right. Um, but, but I'm saying be, be prayerful and know that you have the ability and and more so than the ability, it, it really is necessary mm-hmm. to say, no, I can't do that right now. That's just not going to work for me. Here's here's the other thing. You can explain if you if you want to, if you if they ask. Right. But you don't have to. You don't you don't have to say why. That's right. You know, you you have the right, I think the God given right. When people ask you to do things, to say no, can't help you with that, can't do that right now. Sorry. Yeah. Because there's some people out there that have been serving and they're tired and they feel unappreciated. Yep. And, and some of that, again, some of that uh, things that I need to work on to make sure those people know that they're appreciated and, yeah. and that they're loved. Um, when, uh, I'm not saying when it gets hard, stop. But and what that's are, true. That's right. You, but you know, look, we, one of the things that it's a hard thing as a pastor, like, I don't even want to say it. If I'm honest, I don't even want to say this. Okay. <clears throat> if the church is having an event, we would like for you to attend, but you don't have to come to every single thing. That the church is doing, especially if your church is doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Like, we got stuff on Monday and Tuesday. I mean, we don't right now, but if but there's there's times when we in the past where it's like, you know, almost it's like, oh, there's something every day of the week and Saturday. And then I'm serving on church on Sunday. When are you right. resting? You don't you don't have to be there for everything. Now, if you're a congregation that's small and there's only 12 of you, maybe do fewer things then. 
Yeah, and, yeah. And show up for things. And show yeah. up for everything, but do fewer <laughs> things as a church, right? Until you grow. But like if you're if you're in a in a healthy congregation or a growing congregation, sometimes because here's the thing too, when you don't step out of the way, then other people can't step up, and they won't. Oh, dude, that's 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 hit. That's 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 right on, man. So yeah. if if you're doing yeah. something, if you're doing something that God has not called you to do right now, if you're do, you're serving in a way that God hasn't called you to serve, then get out of the way. So, so that the person that that has can. Yeah. So, it, but the only way to know the answer to that mm-hmm. is if you're in prayer about it, as oh, opposed yes. to now. Always. I think I like it, one of the one of the things, uh, and I think this I is a, me. I think this is a a a trap that's really easy to fall into. Because it sounds, it sounds very spiritual. It sounds very, very, the, the placement of it sounds correct of, well, if there's something to do, I should do it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, if there's something that needs to be done and everybody says, I will go pray about it. And a week later, it's still not done. And people are saying, but I'm still praying about it. And it's still not done. I think it's a really easy mm-hmm. kind of pr- like, you know, theoretical scenario to to place yourself um in and say well i mean if if i don't do it i don't know will okay then are you are you going to pray about service mm-hmm. service opportunities when they come your way or are you going to pray about service opportunities before they come your way you know and 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 that mm-hmm. leads back to that leads back to um you know Brad one of the things that that you mentioned of of um of service is is it easy for people to serve yeah. Is it easy for people to serve actually needs to be already rooted in in the prayer of Lord, how yeah. or where can I serve as yeah. opposed to I will not engage in that prayer until there's an opportunity. Yeah. You know, one, one person said it this way and a pastor and I don't even remember who. And so sorry, I can't quote the person. Um, but they said one of the things that we need to do is look at what God is doing. And see how he's inviting us to join him. Mm-hmm. What is what's he already doing? Was was he working on? Where where are we noticing his fingerprints? <laughs> and yeah. Hey God, is that are you, here? Here's the other thing. Sometimes and I think this is hard. This is hard for all of us. Sometimes things need to run their course, and they need to close, stop, die, if you will. Mm-hmm. There, there's some things that were ministries that were great, but the culture has changed and the things have changed and they don't work anymore. Yeah. And so sometimes we hold on to those and we're trying to breathe life into a dead horse. And, you know, dead pony rides just aren't fun. Not that everything's supposed to be fun, but yeah, I mean, it's still a pony, but it's a dead one. It's a dead one. And I mean, yeah. dragging it around the lot with the kid on it, it's just... just so I think we've got to go prayerfully and go, God, I'm in, I've been busting it trying to keep this thing alive. Do you want it to stay alive? Is it already dead? Right. Do I need to just let it go? You know, and I know this, that can be heartbreaking because I think one of the things that people hear is, well, all that time you spent was just in vain. No, it wasn't. that's Satan. That's Satan. Yeah. Those are lies of the devil. Yeah. Like just be, I mean, Jesus, his ministry on earth, right? His physical walking and being on earth ended. It, yes, it ended. That's exactly right. Yes. No, not, is Jesus still working? Yes, but not not incarnate. That's He's correct. Walking around. So so things have their time. There's a time and a season for everything. Mm-hmm. There's programs that may have worked for 20 years, but they don't work now. That's there right. may be things that you tried 20 years ago that didn't work that may work now. So pray about those things. And I think it's just, I want to encourage people to, and man, oh, this is so hard. This is hard because I, I have to encourage myself Right here. And like, it's okay. like, okay. Yeah. Sometimes I hate when I have, when I'm saying something and I know God's saying it like twice as much. You're to talking to yourself. Yeah. Else. Right. Sure. Yeah. Don't be scared. Don't be afraid. 
go out there and do and try. Zig Ziglar said, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing poorly until you can learn to do it right. That's right, dude. Heck you know, yeah. And hey, when you first start, you're probably going to suck at it. Yep, you are. You're just, definitely I mean, going to make mistakes. And dude, and, and like, that's learn. okay. That's learn. okay. Yes. yes. It's all right. You're supposed yeah. to, like, 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 do you know how many times a toddler falls down? I mean, I don't know that exact number, but uh, before they learn to walk, uh, and, like average, yeah. like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like if every time your kid fell down when they're trying to walk, you were like, stop being stupid. Yeah. Like, I can't believe you can't walk. Right. Yeah. Like you don't do that, do you? Because if you do, you need to stop because you're an idiot. Um, Yeah. That's not good parenting. That's not good parenting. Like, I hope you know that. That's not what God, (laughs) like, I wasn't like, I can't believe you fell down again. I know. Like like we're going to not do these things perfectly. Matter of fact, we're never going to. Man, oh, I hate that too. Oh, doesn't it hurt? It like no matter how good we do, it's never going to be perfect. And never ever. It right. can be excellent. We can learn yeah. to do it with excellence. But we also need to remember, God says what? I will use it all. I'll use it all for good. I'll take all things and use them for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Booyah. So even your mistakes, even your stumbles. That's right. Even when you get it wrong, he's, yep. he says, if you are mine, I'll use it. Now, some of us are going, yeah, but I don't want to be in the user manual of what not to do. Hey, look, look, we need Jonah. We need we him going to well. Yeah, we need Jonah. We need David. Yeah, how many how many times have I gone? You know what, God, I really don't want to do this, but mm, there was a guy that ran from you once, and he ended up in a big fish for three days, and he said that yeah. was like hell. So, you know yeah. what? Maybe I'll just go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, t- arguably, sometimes that's more impactful. That's more what? Than the guys that get it right. Yeah, like yes. more challenged and encouraged by that sometimes than, than by Elijah's success. Yeah, and falling right. fire down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They should both get us excited and they should both teach us. But yeah, I don't know. Keep moving, keep serving. Yeah. yeah. And listeners, if you are, um, if you're a, if you're a server, if you're a servant that loves, to to dive into service i would encourage you to take stock take sort of inventory you know so what is it that you're currently involved in and are you giving are you giving time that you feel good about i guess you know time in time like time in prayer towards um towards the ministry that you're involved in but also time in you know time to your family time to yourself as Brad mentioned, mm-hmm. um, but specifically to the listeners that that are dabblers or that don't do a lot of service, I would encourage you to do this. Mm-hmm. Pray that God, pray that God shows you one way and mm-hmm. nothing more, nothing more. You do not have to cross into the world of, well, if I'm going to serve, I guess I've got to tie concrete to my ankles and jump in the deep end. No, 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 no. Pray that, <laughs> pray that, pray that, 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 pray that God provides. I'm you. using that, DJ. I'm, yeah, I'm, you do I'm, it, man. Take, do I'm it. taking yeah. a mental note. <laughs> pray that God shows you one way to serve, and that's it. Yeah. That's all, but like the idea of of serving your church mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. any capacity, and there is none. That is insignificant. That's right. And and Paul Paul makes mention of this. Um, I do believe it's in First Corinthians when he when he compares um, essentially the different body parts. And one of the things, one of the ways that I I oftentimes mention this. This would be the last thing I say. I kind of got a heart out, but um, you know, the the eyes, the hands, are we always kind of value as the most important. But what about the big toe? Because what what about the big toe? So mm-hmm. people it's hard to gener- run without it. Gen- generally speaking, people don't like feet. Gen- mm-hmm. And generally, even more speaking, that people don't like toes more than they don't like feet. But if you're if if God has called you to be a big toe, and what the heck does that look like? I don't know. But follow follow the analogy for the sake of it. 
God has called you to be a big toe. Not only are are you like stinky mm-hmm. and kind of weird to 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 groom, but you're also covered up in a sock, which is covered up by a shoe. Mm-hmm. No one will ever think about the big toe. But without it, yep. people fall down. Yeah. It's hard to walk. It's hard to stand. It's almost yeah. impossible to run. So like the, the idea here is we need not, big toes. I know it's, not, it's, it's, it's not up to us. Like how important we are. You can try You can try to get there, yeah. but it's not up to us how That's important right. we are. It is up to us. Uh, it is up to us to ask God where and how do you want me to serve? And that's it. Yeah. Yep. That's it. And that's, and so again, I, I encourage you listeners to Read just it. pray, just pray I, just one thing, God, where can I serve this, yeah. this one area? That's it. Yeah. So, and then, and then when he tells you do it and then do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. He tells so, you do it. Even, even, even when at first, cause this may happen to you, like maybe he brings it to you and it's super exciting and maybe he brings it to you and you go, Oh man, like really, it will be super exciting. Yes. Like, like if God is involved and he is empowering it, it will be super exciting. It, That's right. If God goes, hey, um, go deep clean the toilets at church. Like, you're going to be like, one, I don't want to do that. Please, no. And and two, hey, go, don't, no. And you just, guys, just go deep clean the toilets at church. Yep. Dude, like how many stories have I heard? Maybe not about that, but how many, let me give an example that I don't just... How many examples have I heard like this? Man, God put on my heart to go deep clean the toilets of church. And, and I was like, that's stupid. I don't want to do that. That's gross. But you know what? I finally did. And then a week later, like the old janitor came up and just was crying. So they were like, you know, it's been bugging me for so long, but but I got to get down on my knees and they hurt so bad when I get yeah. down and do it. And I felt so guilty for not doing it. And I can't believe somebody did that. Man, that didn't happen, by the way. But stuff like that does. But stuff like that does. Yeah, absolutely. So, right. Like, yeah. Listen to him because God will blow your socks off. That's exactly toes. right. Big toes. God will blow your socks off. <laughs> Nicely put there, Brad. I like it. Listeners, right, that's um, all I got. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much for again investing your time. We uh, we love doing this. Um, uh, you can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on our Facebook group. Um, again, Brad and I are always available. Menchurchstuff at gmail dot com. Um, but uh, go serve. Bless bless people around you. Bless your communities and and if you're a skeptic and you're thinking what's this word bless mean okay let's not use the word bless um honor or um work with whatever but go serve brad love you buddy love you too listeners we'll catch you next time see you guys